The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in, associated with, in association with Godzilla Media. Uh, before we get into the episode tonight, i got to take care of some business. Dustin is not in tonight, so I have a special guest I'll introduce you in just a moment. But before we do that, we have some housekeeping details to take care of. And that would be to subscribe on our our social media channels which are right down here below twitter instagram tiktok it's at no creds req facebook.com forward slash no creds req youtube.com forward slash at no creds req if you're on rumble find us just search for, for no credentials required while you're at it like comment share and subscribe it would really really help us on the podcast side subscribe to the podcast on a myriad of podcast platforms including apple podcast spotify spreaker Google Play, wherever you podcast, rate and review. Leave us a five-star rating. If you have the platform to do it, if you're on a platform that you can do so, please review it. We might even read it on the air, no matter, no matter how awesome that the, the review is or how execrable it is. And uh, that's a big word for crappy. And since we are doing a live show tonight, we want you to, we want you to engage with the show. We want your comments. And I'll play that magical, magical comment sound. Now, as I mentioned, Dustin is not in tonight. He is on a his appearance commitment is a Christmas party for his work. But I made a house. I made a call to the bullpen, so to speak, and I am going to bring in my special guest. He is from the Time to BS podcast with Daniel Smooth. We have Daniel Smooth himself. We also know him as Dan. <laughs> Dan, how we doing tonight? Ooh, wait. Are you, are you on a horse? Wait. <laughs> what? One more. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Dan, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Off to a great start. <laughs> Off to a blazing start. No pun intended with the weed, brother. Oh, thanks, Ryan. So, thanks for having me on, Ryan. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Thanks for answering the call. Now, before we chop it up with uh, with our main topic for tonight which is nfl week 14 recap and what we're looking forward to in week 15 tell us about the time to bs podcast what's it all about what got you into podcasting why are you the fan why are you a fan of the team that you're a fan of just give us a few minutes just give us a little bit of a layout what uh what inspired you to do this your podcast so i started off a few years ago doing this little dinky show on my phone called the sports cave and it was as any generic gas baggery show sports show would be just talk sports and stuff like that. And then later on, I wanted to have a show dedicated to a comfort zone, but also just have a good time and speak whatever's on your mind. Uh, you know, under, you know, a certain umbrella, of course. Um, and then later it became about just BSing around, having a good time and just enjoying life. 
So, and it became Time to BS. And then later on, I ch- changed the name into mm-hmm. Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. And then the whole origins of the show. Well, my inspiration was what's Dan Lebetard, formerly of ESPN Radio mm-hmm. and of the Miami Herald. That was my inspiration to do the whole radio type of theme. Podcasting, yeah. I've always wanted to try and, you know, venture into that world starting within the radio field and unfortunately that didn't work out but podcasting became you know my quote-unquote home in this regard so Mm -hmm. this is where i force my creative knowledge into this sewer system of stupidity let's call it that (laughs) (laughs) yes because we all know the internet is it's 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 fast it's very fast (laughs) it's very fast so that vast V-A-S-T. Like there we go. That that yeah. vast too. <laughs> my hearing stinks from time to time. But uh sorry, what'd you say? My hear <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There we go. I got so many, I got so much sound here. There we go. Uh that's it's Yoshi for those of you nerds out there. And then this is the incorrect button. <laughs> that's we're gonna use that a whole lot. <laughs> but um no, growing up on Long Island, uh, we had two hockey teams to root for. I mean, if you include four, if you want to include the Sabres and the New Jersey Devils. But there was the New York Rangers and the New York Islanders. Um, girl, we have two like towns or counties here on Long Island, Nassau and Suffolk County. Nassau, yep. Durr, Nassau Coliseum. Uh, and then Suffolk is like beach people, let's call it that. Mm-hmm. And... I was born over in Nassau. I was raised for two years over there. And then the Islanders like Nassau became like my second home. And I would mm-hmm. go there as much as I could as a kid. Uh, my dad would, would get us tickets all this every now and then, not all the time, but every now and then we could, we would go and I would always watch them on TV. And mm-hmm. they were just, they were my childhood team and Seahawks gets interesting. So <laughs> I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> Growing up in the Mike Holmgren era. So, yes, out there, you, I have defense. Um, I grew up with Mike Holmgren, Hasselbeck, Sean Locklear, Sean Alexander, Walter Jones, Steve Hutchinson, Hall of Famers, Walter Jones and Hutchinson, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. The 05 team is still my favorite team I've ever seen, uh, with all due respect to the 2013 world champions. Mm-hmm. Um and when Holmgren left in 2008, I had to sit through a inconsistently awful year of Jim Mora in 2009 of five and 11. And then Pete Carroll took over and, you know, I, I stopped getting into football for a hot minute. I was still watching my hockey and baseball, but, uh, and then football just came back into the fold. And then here we are me raging on the Seahawks and Pete Carroll's incompetence for the last few years. Well, all you need to do is come up with some. Uh, all you need to do is come up with some, yeah, some charge of uh, uh, recruitment recruitment violations or uh, or tampering with. Uh, free- <laughs> really, uh, all you really need to do. <laughs> Shout out to USC. <laughs> Shout out to USC. Reggie Bush, uh, get your Heisman, buddy. What are we drinking tonight, Ryan? <laughs> so. Well, I'm drinking. Uh, I got hot. I got hot water to the side, uh, to the left side of me. But I, on my right side, I've got Hardywood Gingerbread Stout. It's an Imperial Stout with mm. ginger, vanilla, cinnamon, and honey. It's a nine point two percenter. So I'm only drinking one tonight. What are you drinking, my friend? So I am drinking a mix. Well, first of all, I have a giant 
giant water bottle with my face on it. So hey. that's just that's all sorts <laughs> of hilarious to me. But um, so I have this little tiny bottle of it's called Gator Bite, and it's a coffee liqueur and rum. It is twenty six percent alcohol in this tiny little bottle. <laughs> that's like then, letter fluid, <laughs> basically. And then I decided to uh, mix it with uh, the good old peanut butter. Oh, screwball. Okay. With good old screwball. There so, you go. Yeah, my girlfriend got me this big ass bottle of screwball, so might as well put it to good use. Yeah, you might as well put the good use and uh you know drink it, drink it here. It tastes so, good. Tastes good. Keep fun. All right. So we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna recap the week that was in the NFL and talk about our most most notable things uh, that caught our attention. From week 14, uh, we have a bit of a formula here, uh, Dan. We I mentioned it to you, but we're going to start off with the biggest upset from week 14. In your mind, what was the biggest upset in week 14 in the NFL? The fact that the San Francisco 49ers did not score 40 or more on the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, my regular co-host Dustin said he, he, we were going to get dump trucked, and it didn't really they didn't really get dump trucked, but they also didn't help themselves. Uh, no, it, other, other than other than that, <laughs> they really didn't. Let's let's be honest with ourselves here. Um, the Jets beating the Texans the way that they did was all sorts of impressive to me. Like I, unfortunately, I do not get the Seahawks games here. Well, I did this time because it was a nationally televised game. But mm-hmm. I am forced to sit through the sufferable impunity of the Jets and Giants for the last. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Jets yeah. fan, so I uh, I am bless well you. familiar with the suffering. Oh, I had does. a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling it's the it's the distinct lo- loss of hair from all the stress that the Jets may cause you over the last twenty something years. Well, it's mostly hereditary, but yes, that has something to do with it as well. But yes, I mean, <laughs> the, and also, the, in all in all seriousness, fan. though, all jokes aside, man, like uh, Jets have some promise, sort of. Yeah, I mean, I. I mean, I, I, that was my biggest upset of the week myself. I, I, I'm I, going to go full homer here because I have to. Uh, the Jets, offensively, they've been akin to Where's Waldo since the bye week. They've been virtually unseeable. You can't find them. They're like, John Cena, you can't you can't see me. You can't see me. The, the offense is there, but we can't see them. And then all of a sudden, second half of this game, Zach Wilson looked, he was, he cooked, he was cooking. Looked like the quarterback, every bit of the quarterback that Jets fans saw in week four against Kansas City when he went head-to-head against Patrick Mahomes in that game. I, and I still think the Jets should have won that game because of the referees were execrable, but uh, we're getting to that another time. And that's a Jets good scored. defense. And uh, that's a good defense yeah. against Houston. That's a really good defense. Yeah. And the, and the Jets the, the Jets managed to score 30 points. 30 points in the second half. I can't remember when the Jets scored 30 in the second half of a game. And unfortunately it forced me to drink a white claw at the bar where I was sitting and watching the game. Um, I have another, I have an offshoot of this podcast called victory Monday, which we haven't really recorded over uh, anytime soon, but I promised to my co-host who was on victory Monday that if the jets ever score 30 points. I had to drink a white, I had to drink a hard seltzer and they scored 30 and a half. <laughs> against the Texans, which was really shocking, considering how the Texans have been playing over the past, or, 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 throughout the year, 
throughout but the you year, did drink the White Claw, though. You drank the White Claw. I, I did drink the White Claw. I documented it on Twitter. I refused All right. to call it X. It is Twitter. Uh, so I documented X. We like we that. Go. <laughs> there we go. So I I I drank the I drank the White Claw, uh, much to my chagrin slash uh, enjoyment because the Jets had won that game. But yeah, I mean, if this offense continues to play that it has, uh, that did yesterday uh, last week, they continue to go against the Dolphins on Sunday. You might see an upset in Miami. Oh, we're gonna have some fun, and I can't wait for that to happen because I have. I have a take about the Dolphins in the next segment, which we'll get to. But I mean, my mother were... would love this, by the way. She is a diehard Jets fan. Um, so much so that you would appreciate this. Since the beginning of this season, she has worn a Jets bracelet for ev- for almost every Jets game. And mm-hmm. for every Jets win, she has worn that bracelet. Okay. So. Mom, if you're listening, wear the freaking bracelet. Mrs. 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 Smooth, please. <laughs> please wear the bracelet on Sunday because they need this win. And I want to sh- I want to shove it in every Dolphins fan's face, especially my buddy John, who is a Dolphins fan heading to that game on Sunday. It, he's a Dolphins fan. Dolphins are playing the Jets. He goes once a year in December because it gets, you know, of course, it's New York. We get cold. It gets a, gets to escape for a couple of days. I I want him to come back very unhappy, very unhappy. <laughs> Don't blame him. Do not blame him. All right, we're gonna move on to our biggest disappointment of the week, and I'm gonna take the lead on this one. I speaking of the Dolphins, Dolphins Titans was the biggest disappointment, and I've been saying this if you're if you're if you're listening to this program, watching this program live. I have said this all season that the Dolphins have yet to impress me during the 2023 season. Yes, they had the offense. Yes, they had the speediness. Yes, they have Mike McDaniels, uh, the Wunderkind head coach, the, the, the now Wunderkind head coach, is replaced Sean McVay in that regard. But this is a team who has not beaten a team over 500 this year. And they had a chance to dominate an underwhelming Titans team. And they did. For about fifty-seven, for about fifty-six minutes, and they surrender a fourteen, uh, they surrender a thirteen-point lead with the final three minutes of the game. They lose by one, and I've called the Dolphins frauds all season. It's not because I'm a Jets fan, but because of the stated fact: this team is a fraud. They I can't feel- beat a team over five hundred. That <sighs> when they play a team that they 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 need to beat, like the Eagles or the Bills. They get punched in the face and they don't recover. I feel like this is a I feel like this is a diamond on the Dolphins the last 25 years. Probably since mm. Moreno retired, which is yep. hey, they're gonna show you flashes of brilliance. They're gonna bring you some good teams or good or decent teams from time to time. Let's not forget Chad Pennington in 2009, 2008, yeah. excuse me. 2008, excuse me. Uh let's not forget the Wildcat offense with the late Tony Sperano. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not forget any of those things. Like Ryan Tann- Ryan Tannehill sort of flashes of brilliance when he was down in South Beach. Uh, yeah. The Dolphins do this all the time. This mm-hmm. is nothing new. They will show you flashes. They will show you the speed. They will show you some. They will show you some stuff, and then it all comes crashing down, crashing faster than 
I had an analogy somewhere and I lost it. But po- my point is, <laughs> my point is, the Dolphins do this every year. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a biggest disappointment. I just say it's routine and clockwork for Dolphin fans to experience this. Yeah, and I, I'm just shocked that people in the New York period between Long Island, Suffolk County, uh, Suffolk County, Nassau That's County, Sar- Saratoga County, Albany County. We have Dolphins fans up here. And it's like, why? Why are you a Dolphins fan? <laughs> Maybe they moved up here. No, I be- one of my buddies who's a Dolphins fan is who I, who I mentioned. I believe he's a lifelong Albany resident. So, oh, God uh, it bless. Might be- yeah, right. But it might be it might be his dad was a Dolphins fan, so I, I'm not really sure. But can I uh, honestly by like if I were to say like biggest disappointment, it wouldn't be surprised because I'm wearing the jersey currently. Mm-hmm. Uh those listening, yes, I am a Seahawk fan. An unfortunate one. The Seattle Seahawks just oh god. I I want to save I want to save my energy for the for the eventual rant that's going to be incoming. No, no, um, no, no, no. Let it let it out. Let it out. Let All it right. out. This is a therapy. This is a therapy session, my friend. Let it out. <laughs> Ryan, how long do you got? <laughs> uh, I'll give you three minutes. OK, I'll put in the timer. Seattle needs to clean house. They need to fire everyone from the top down. Starting with John Schneider. Oh, nice burn. Starting with John Schneider, the general manager, uh, the trades. I mean, the, the three big ones, the three incomparable trades, starting with Percy Harvin signing into that massive extension after trading a first round pick plus for him. Let's not forget the Jimmy Graham trade. I don't I, I was excited when they got him. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl that year, 2015. We don't know how that turned out. Most notably. The Jamal Adams trade. Two first round picks for a bona fide linebacker. Thank you, by the way. That's appreciate. No, I know, I know, I know you. <laughs> but it gives Garrett Pete, Wilson and AVT. If Pete Carroll was such a great coach, why is it that the last five plus years his defenses have been below average to do- to downright terrible? Why is it? Why is it that his offense has continued to be inconsistent? Why is it that his teams, since 2016, since the Falcons' playoff loss, sorry about that, uh, why is it that th- that those teams continue to be inconsistent at the worst possible times? People were picking Seattle to go and win the NFC West this year. I thought they were going to win the NFC West because I didn't believe in San Francisco. I thought that Brock Purdy is a product of that system. If Kyle Shanahan can make Brian Hoyer look like a competent quarterback on two different occasions, then Brock Purdy is a product of that system. Prove me wrong. But no, like Clint Hurt, Shane Waldron, Pete Carroll, all of them, Larry Izzo, Geno Smith, Jamal Adams, just fire everyone, get rid of everyone, start from the ground up. I know Seahawks fans don't want to hear it. The ones that really appreciate this team do not want to hear it but it has to be done they're gonna go nowhere unless they clean house start from the ground up bring in dan quiz the head coach hire scott mcglowan the former washington gm bring him in he is a former seattle guy bring bring both of them in start from the ground up simple as that 
with 40 seconds to spare. <laughs> I've had a lot to think. Well, you can also hear more of that, uh, more of that rant on the time to BS, the latest edition of the time to be to BS podcast with Daniel Smooth. So I highly recommend it if you're if you're a Seahawks fan and you want to, you want very clear, precise reasons why uh, the 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 Seahawks should move on. I highly recommend that episode. It's a it's a fantastic episode, sir. I, I will I will I appreciate uh, will that. that. And they're not hey, going to do it. That's the thing. They're not going to they're not going to fire him. That's the worst part. They're not going to fire him anytime soon. They're, he's going to stick around for another year or two, and they might force him to retire. Quote. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> oh, kind of like what the Patriots going to do with Belichick, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> basically, yeah. Or Tom Coughlin well, with the Giants. Anyway, I had digress. Yeah. Well, it, since uh, we just talked about our biggest disappointments, we got to bring out the slow cap clap. That fine gentleman on the bottom was drinking his whiskey quite elegantly. We've named him Chauncey Winston. <laughs> Chauncey McWinston. There we go. Cha- McWinston. <laughs> or oh, Winston. No, I just we oh, we just say Chauncey Winston. Well, Dustin said Wilson. I said Chauncey, and I combined the names together as Chauncey Winston. So that's that works. It. That's what we're rolling <laughs> with. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Most entertaining game: Vikings Raiders. Just kidding. Most most entertaining game, Dan. What was the most entertaining game in your mind from week? Uh, Rams and Ravens. That that's yeah, such a brutal way to lose if you're the Rams. Oh, oh. And what's that? That's what the second kick, the second walk off in overtime of punt return for a touchdown this year. This the year first was this, this year Gibson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a brutal way to lose. Yeah, and if the Rams I, been playing well over the last. I don't know, six weeks or so because it's finally found a running game. Yeah, which we don't have. <laughs> Run the football, play great defense. I got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're mo- well, we're going with happier topics this time around. But yeah, mo- for for me, the most entertaining game was, was Bill's Chiefs. And... I gotta say the Chiefs are becoming are rapidly becoming the, the most hated team in the NFL, and I'm here for it. You I just figured that out? Oh no, I've 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 known for it. I don't know about it for the past well, it's basically the entire season, but now I'm coming to the realization, whoa. They're the most hated team in the NFL, and it's and it's I'm here for it. And I almost consider this my biggest upset, but I think the Bills are starting to establish an identity finally. I've talked about them. I've talked about them having no identity, but I think they're starting to figure it out after they let go of Ken Dorsey. They bring in Joe Brady as their offensive coordinator. They're starting to run the ball more. They're being more consistent with that. And I think the Bills winning, despite Josh Allen having another turnover, is, is kind of helping me see, okay, this team might be starting to turn it around. But here's the most wonderful thing about that game was seeing Patrick Mahomes becoming unhinged on national television. Salt. I want all of the sodium. Oh, you're getting the Great. sodium, my friend. You're, you, hey, you live 
Yeah, you live on Long Island. You see enough. You see enough of the beach. There's salt in that ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing the, all the, the salt. The Chiefs are the new Patriots. They're the new yes. Patriots. Every yes. single call goes in in favor of them. And when something doesn't go their way, they whine and bitch and complain and bitch some more and complain some more when things don't go their way. And Kermit the Frog ketchup on steak, Mister Patrick Mahomes, and with his annoying ass wife is constantly saying, oh, that's the worst call I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's you the worst her call? Instagram? She, she, she focused, she runs the, her, the video camera on the, on the referee and puts MVP over it. And I'm going, we're not going to act like that. Uh, James Bradbury had a phantom holding call in the Super Bowl, right? We're not going to talk about that. So we're not going to talk. And Sauce Gardner's phantom hold in week four. That with an interception by uh, Jordan Whitehead that could have turned the game around. Listen to this man. Understand this: the Kansas City Chiefs get the benefit of the doubt for a majority of the of the season and the last few years because they're the most marketable NFL team. The NBA has been notorious of this since Michael Jordan, predate Jordan, even if you want to call it that. They get star treatment. They get star treatment because, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just rain out the pity money for you because you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you're the two-time Super Bowl champions. Boo-hoo, cry me river. You got a call against you that was the correct call, might I add. Correct call, completely fine. Mm -hmm. And just because uh, something didn't go our way, Patrick Mahomes is seen complaining on the sideline. Get, cry me river, please. <laughs> Please. No, and, and and the fact that Kadarius Tony was doing what he does best and costing his team a game was just icing on the cake for me. Icing on the cake, which took away, I would admit, a pretty sweet play uh, with that backwards pass. That was cool. Travis Kelsey. That was, that was, that was brilliant. He, I guess, yeah, that was a brilliant play if Kadarius Tony wasn't offsides. That sound is needed. You don't, you don't have a sad trombone sound? <laughs> I, I mean, th that's the most like this is the most I can do. All right. Smoke weed every day. That's the most I can do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the fact that the Chiefs are just they're crybabies. They're so hated now. Outside Good. of Kansas, outside of Kansas, outside of South, Southwestern Missouri. It's awesome. It's Good. awesome to see. Good. Screw them. Yeah, and, and and that play had uh, Andy Reid saying this. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a soundboard now. Well, I, well, Streamyard has its uh, has a uh, section where you can play sounds like like this. Not as fun. And the... no, not it's not as fun. It's not as fun as a roadcaster. That's for sure. No, that's a lot of fun. All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick trip to the comment section. Walk of the Saint joins us. He says, hey, guys, welcome, Dan. Go Hawks! Uh, I like this guy. <laughs> says, my biggest disappointment, somebody scored in the Vikings-Raiders game. <laughs> that game deserved to be a tie. <laughs> no one deserved to. <laughs> no one deserves glory. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Twins and the A's in that hot pitching duel. Uh, oh, Drew Willingham, D. Willie saying, what's up, fellas? Uh, Brand is saying, let's talk about the Colts and Broncos. Who gets in the wild card for sure? That's gonna be. A, we're we're gonna talk about that in a little bit more in in, in a few uh, in a few segments. Uh, he also says, need the dueling banjos. So 
Yeah, we definitely need. I definitely need dueling banjos. That's for sure. But I don't have the. I don't have the equipment for that just yet, uh, Brando. Uh, but in the meantime, let's take a quick commercial break. We come back. We're gonna talk about more of NFL Week 14. Are you ready to elevate your sports betting experience? Look no further than DraftKings Sportsbook. Why choose DraftKings Sportsbook? Unmatched variety. Bet on your favorite sports leagues or discover new ones to follow. Live betting. Test your instincts and feel the adrenaline as you bet in real time while the game unfolds. Promotions and boosted odds. DraftKings keeps the excitement going with a range of promotions, odds boosts, and special offers. And a user-friendly interface. Whether you're a seasoned better or new to the game, DraftKings' intuitive platform makes placing bets a breeze. Ready to dive in? Belly Up Sports has partnered with DraftKings Sportsbook to give you an exclusive offer. Sign up at dkng.co forward slash bellyup150 and new customers will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet $5 or more. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your love for sports to the next level. Sign up today and let the games begin. Please gamble responsibly. 21 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Do what that handsome man in the commercial tells you. Tells you. Go to that link. DKNG.co forward slash bellyup150. New subscribers. New customers get $200. Not $150. $200 in bonus bets. When they put in a $5 deposit. And of course... Restrictions apply. 21 years or older may depend, may vary by state. Check your website for details. But Belly Up Sports, DraftKings, coming together. We're offering, giving you a special offer of $200 in bonus bets for $5 deposit. So, oh, we got kitties. Don't forget Princess Donut, the first of her name. Destroyer of Worlds and the creator of and the creator of bullshit, I guess we would call it her, her name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, a team ma- our, that's her. Our, our pod, my pod, our podcast mascot is currently sleeping in another room. Tag along, so, um, but he may make an appearance. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. don't we'll, don't us chilling. She's usually causing destruction, but eh, eh, we'll find a way to. I want just let her sleep there. She's fine. Yeah, she's being a good kitty. She's being a good kitty. Yeah, she's being a good donut. All right. Most notable performance from week 14. And I'm going to go, I usually typically go off script here when it comes to notable performances. Cause everybody says, Oh, the quarterback, Oh, the wide receiver, Oh, the running back It's just it's great. Good job. But the most notable performance in my mind was the Broncos defense. And they're starting to impress after a slow start. Uh, Brando asked the question about the Colts and the Broncos being a potential wildcard team. We, we talked about it a little bit on Billy Up After Dark a couple nights ago on Thursday, last Thursday, uh, when I was uh, two fingers deep into McAllen 12. But I happened to notice that <clears throat> the Denver Broncos, they could not only they could not only possibly contend for a wild card spot. They're now one game back in the AFC West. Yes. And they've already slayed that dragon that is the Kansas City Chiefs where they lost to, I think, what, 17, 18 games in a row. No one's talking about that. No, no one's talking. Talk- no one's talking about how Denver could sneak in the in the AFC West title picture. No one's talking about that, and that's nuts. Yeah, that's the craziest thing, and and it all has to do. I think part of it has to do with the offense. Russell Wilson's getting talked down from the roof and saying, "Okay, no more of this. Uh, let's ride stuff. Let's just give me the pl- get, do the plays I call." <laughs> I'm rooting Let for Russ. You know, 
I'm rooting for Russ. I'm rooting for the Broncos to actually win because I had my time last year to laugh at Mm -hmm. the hysterical season that it was over Mm -hmm. in the Mile High City. But deep down, I was rooting for Russ because in reality is he's the best player in franchise history. Mm -hmm. Like aside from Steve Largent, he's the best player that we've ever had. Um, Certainly the best quarterback we've ever had. Yeah. If if he didn't exist, then it belonged to Matt Hasselbeck or Dave Craig. Or, or Dave Craig or Jim Zorn. Jim's oh Jim Zorn, one of the great original lefties. Yep. <laughs> Him and his milk <laughs> addiction. But uh yeah, I mean Denver <sighs> coaching matters. Yeah. Coaching matters. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not talked about enough. And I got Denver's schedule up right here. At Detroit, home against New England, home against the Chargers, and at Vegas to close out the year. Yeah, and on, of those four games are winnable. And on the Colts side of things, they could very well run the table. Uh, home against Pittsburgh at Atlanta, home against the Raiders, home against Houston. Yeah. Either one of them can run the table. Yeah. And, and Houston, Kansas, is bang, Houston is banged up right now, too. That's the thing if, I noted the most on the on the after dark. If Kansas City loses once. All of a sudden, that division's up for grabs. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, we're talking about, holy crap, can you believe this? Denver might actually win the AFC West. And then, yeah. but they're no, but they're not going to talk about that. The media is going to talk about how badly the Chiefs have fallen down the cliff. Bingo. Because Bingo. ESPN will do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I... I, I noted Denver's defense. They had six sacks against the Chargers on Justin Herbert and then Easton Stick. By the way, six of those sacks were by six different defenders. Coaching. That's the most impressive thing about this performance. Two turnovers, only seven points allowed against a Chargers team that is continually slipping down the that is continually sliding down that slope. And I think Brandon's I, I've talked about Brandon Staley being being a fireable, why is he head fired? How has he not been fired? Yeah, me. Look at the Chargers. Okay, the start of the year, the Chargers had J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr., Michael Davis, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Kenneth Murray, and Eric Kendricks, along with is Jerry Tillery still there? I don't know, but regardless, that's a stacked defense. What happened? Yeah. I know like, what happened. <laughs> Brandon Steely happened. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, he's a great magician. He knows how to make lead disappear. He knows how to make leads disappear. It's one of those weird mysteries where you're like, did you benefit from Aaron Donald that much? Yes. Yes, he did. Oh, oh hold on. Hold on. I see a comment right here saying best Seahawk player, Walter Jones. Yeah, I can agree with that. Best player we've ever had, Jerry Rice. He played for <laughs> one year. That's what he meant by he put in quotes we've ever we ever had. That's what he that's and he was in the okay. Super Bowl team. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you have your fun, sir. <laughs> well, that's what that's why he's Wonko the Saint. But Dan, what was the most notable performance in your mind from week 14? Honestly, the, the Raiders and the Vikings not being able to score at all until the very end of the game. That is all sort of impressive to me. 
every single coach should be tossed into the ocean. But no, Antonio Pierce. <laughs> if we're that be no, Antonio Pierce can stay. He would float. You can't. You can't move him anyway. He's a, he's, a, can't he's, move. a he's built rock. He's a built like a rock. He's a gargantuan man. But oh, in God. all seriousness, though, um, <laughs> the Cowboys' defense being able to just dismantle Philadelphia the way that they did. Mm. I mean, we're talking about NFL MVP, an award that has been virtually useless since the mid '80s. Micah Parsons should be in that discussion. Hmm. That Cowboys defense has done that Cowboys defense without him. Mm-hmm. Where's that defense without him? Yeah. That's a good question. People were talking about Trevon Diggs is like, oh, the defense is going to fall apart. Micah Parsons might be in that discussion as the best defensive player in the league and the most valuable quarterback award. I mean, the NFL MVP. Ugh. Oh, you're going to agree with me what I'm going to have to say here. J.J. Watt losing out of the MVP in 2014. I've lost all respect for that award since then. Uh, no, I get it. I get it. That's what I mean. That's basically the, and the NFL MVP and the Heisman Trophy winner are just basically the best quarterback awards now. The Heisman, Trophy's been, the Heisman Trophy's been irrelevant probably since Reggie Bush got his trophy taken away. That that was an injustice by by itself. Now with nil in the discussion, yeah, that's that was an injustice. I thought it was an injustice at the time. Where's the lawsuit? That's my question. Where is that giant lawsuit that's going to be incoming? Oh, it's it's coming. It's coming. oh, I can't wait. It's coming. I it's can't coming. wait. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait either. But yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I mean, Michael Parsons should be in discussion about about league MVP. That's for it sure because be. that defense that defense without him. Is not it's the defense that nothing. they have right now. It's Demarcus Lawrence and like two guys. Yeah. With the Diggs and the other uh, other Deron Bland. Uh, Deron yes, Bland, yeah. Oh, we may have a tackle along Friday. Buttons. <laughs> we missed buttons. Commercial break. <laughs> All right, I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> Well, before we get to our next commercial, actually, we have to get to our hottest individual take from week 14. And I'm gonna, Dan, I'm gonna have you start with, I mean, you might just, you might have just said it, the hottest individual take from week 14. Brock Purdy is a product of the 49ers system. No, but you're, but, but go, but please continue. So any court, any quarterback that's going to be like benefit to the system that makes Brian Hoyer a competent quarterback in two different situations, I don't want to hear it. People like Brock Purdy's not even the most valuable player on his own team. That's true. That is, That's that true. is the best team in the NFL, the San yeah. Francisco 49ers. That team has Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, and Eric Armstead also on that same team, along with Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle's in there as well because we tend to misplace him between. Uh, out of the sight of his glorious hair, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Trey the, Lance the, looked. The, Trey Lance looked good in that system. Jimmy Garoppolo looked really good in that system. Ryan Hoyer looked great on two different occasions. Kyle Shanahan made Matt Ryan into a league MVP. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's be real here. I said coaching matters. There is an example right there in Santa Clara. 
And people want to throw this out there and say, oh, Brock Purdy's the greatest quarterback in the league. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Okay? Like, you put Brock Purdy on the Carolina Panthers. You switch Bryce Young and Brock Purdy in two different teams. Brock Purdy doesn't do well on the Panthers, and Bryce Young turns into the MVP of the league. Prove me wrong. He's a part of the system. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. Well, my hottest individual take for the week is that I'm going to finally admit this. I'm going to admit that Dak Prescott should be in consideration for league MVP. Thank you. And I, I that comes after the absolute molly whopping that the Dallas Cowboys gave the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. And in the offseason, he said, I would, I'm going to throw less than 10 interceptions this year. Okay, so his stats right now, he's thrown only six interceptions compared to 28 passing TDs. He's also thrown for 3,505 yards. And the Cowboys are now tied for first place in the NFC East. And they have the chance to finish the number one seed in the NFC East, provide some things go their way. Can we live in a world where, where we say Skip Bayless was right about this? When he said oh, that the Cowboys no. were, were better than the Eagles? Yeah, we talked about that last week, but he also said he also said that if they meet the 49ers again in the playoffs, the Dallas Cowboys were gonna beat the Niners. Uh, which uh, I still don't believe. Uh, hard to which say. I don't believe it. Hard we, we, to Dustin, say. Dustin and I dunked on that take last week on last week's show. Um, but no, I I'm definitely starting to see why Dak should be in the discussion for MVP. Yeah. And and the fact of the matter here, not only because of their defense, but because of Dak. Prescott led offense. Eight of their wins have been more than by more than 20 points this season alone. And the last team to do that, to have that many wins in a season of 20 or more points, they each team has won a Super Bowl. Each of those teams have won a Super Bowl. What was the recent one? Was it what was the most recent team that did to do it? I want to say New England or or St. Louis, the Rams. All back. We're going it, was, it, was a graphic on, it was a graphic on ESPN uh, from Jim oh. the other day. I think it's got to be the the 16 Patriots. I would have to imagine it's that team. Because that team was out for blood. Well, the 2016 was um, was out for blood. Yeah, and they lost in the uh, biggest game of them all. So the 2007 Patriots had 10 games. 2016 Patriots, I said. Okay, so 1999 Rams, 2023 Cowboys, 96 Packers, 961 Oilers, 24 Yellow Jackets. Wow, we're going back to the 20s. The Frankfurt Yellow Jackets were had eight wins, and all eight wins were by 20 points or more. Wow. But yeah, the tw- 2014 Patriots had seven wins by 20 or more points, and they wound up winning the Super Bowl, I want to say. You wow. might be, you, you, I think you're right in that regard. Uh, but yeah, that's, they've, but based on the strength of that defense, who's been pretty phenomenal, and Dak Prescott's play has been pretty phenomenal. He's really elevated his status this season. And I think this, this gives Cowboys fans hope that, yes, they will, they will finally go to a Super Bowl. And I'll have to play this insufferable song in the off season. Hey, hey, hey. 
texting me, paging me, asking me, are you still involved? Calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, am I still involved? Y'all usually check on me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm still involved. TikTok's the worst. <laughs> Dustin joins us and says Dakota Rain has played better. Gotta give him that. And he also said, I think we're stuck with Dollar Store Usher. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Dollar Store Usher. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> Dustin chicken in from after the Christmas party. All Dollar right, we're gonna take store Usher. <laughs> Dollar store Usher. All right, we'll get look at, we'll talk, we'll do a couple more comments. Uh Welcome the Saints saying, "Yep, hell of a year from Dak. MVP discussion for sure. Oh. Cow, cow, Cowboys blew millions not setting him years mm-hmm. earlier. Fine by me. I hate Dallas. Yeah. And Sapna, my friend Sapna says, "Sports ball." Hand pink waving elbow cock. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's hit one more commercial break. And we'll come back. We'll talk about what we're looking forward to in week 15 of the NFL season. Stay tuned. Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, but you can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. That's right, folks. Again, that handsome man, the voiceover, telling you about SeatGeek.com. Look, Christmas season upon us. Hanukkah season's also upon us. If you're looking for a great gift to give your loved ones this season, this this uh, Christmas season, this holiday season, tickets to games, tickets to concerts, tickets to comedy shows, whatever requires a ticket at the box office, you can find it at SeatGeek.com. Use promo code BellyUpSports at checkout. You get 20 bucks off your first order of $50 or more. And I found out today the Summer of 99 tour is coming to Saratoga Performing Arts Center in August. That is Creed, Three Doors Down. Arms wide open. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and possibly either Tonic, Switchfoot, or Daughtry will also be one of the opening Ooh. acts for that show. And guess where I'm getting my tickets? SeatGeek.com. And I'm saving 20 bucks off my first order of $50 or more. With arms wide open, hey, get yourself some tickets at SeatGeek.com. 
my music playlists are just crazy. Speaking of speaking of music, <laughs> it's not crazy. It's, I I call mine eclectic. I've got well, it, it lists from Creed to Leonard Skinner to the Outlaws to Teddy Pendergrass. To you Vero. got you got what I need. I was thinking of Love TKO, but close enough. Um, well, I was I was doing my impression of Eddie Murphy doing his impression of Ah, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And if you really want to go way back, we have um, uh, John Coltrane. Gotta be Tony. Wanted more. They wanted more, more. <laughs> for the All American right. Pie soundtrack. It's right. Um, American Pie. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see. Let me give you my my playlist, uh, ec- eclectic playlist. Uh, Creed, uh, yes. Metallica, yes. Seven Dust, Demon yes. Hunter, yes. Um, Pogo, okay. Uh, Akira the Don, okay. Uh, Run DMC, uh, yes. Let me see what else. What else do I got in there? Uh, I got some soundtrack music in there. Ooh. Uh, oh, Slayer. I just added some Slayer to my, my playlist today. Good. Um, Jerry Rafferty, Papa Roach, Dr. Dre. I got some wrestling songs, intro songs in there. Yes. There's not a better song to listen to at the gym than Triple H's theme or Batista's theme. Kenny Omega's. Eh, I'm more old school. Well, cart for cardio. For cardio. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Oh, by the way, WWE tickets and AEW tickets at SeatGeek. Use promo code BellyUpSports for 20 bucks <laughs> off your first order of $15 or more. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you, Beetle Radio. That's right. The, the salesman. The salesman, baby. Hey, there well, you go. NFL Week 15. What we're looking forward to. The most intriguing matchup of the week. And Dan, I'm going to have you start off with uh, what you think the most intriguing matchup of this weekend is going to be. Not going to lie. I haven't looked at the schedule for week 15, but give me two seconds here while we do this live. Uh, Denver and Detroit. Ooh, that's a good one. Right out of the gate. Right out the gate. Um, But if I really want to have some fun here, um, I would say Eagles, uh, not Eagles, Chiefs Patriots. Which team you want to hate and to lose more? I'm not going to lie. I've hate the Patriots for all my heart for the better part of over 20 years. Me too. I've never wanted I've never rooted for them harder more than this one. I want all of the chaos. <laughs> I want all of it. But no, if we're being like serious and professional and stuff like that, Denver and Detroit. Yeah, that's Denver and Detroit. That's that's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a really gonna be a good, good game, game for sure. I hope I hope I hope it is. I mean, I don't want it to be a blowout or you know anything like that. Like 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 the like the Eagles 49ers a couple weeks ago. That was a, a highly anticipated match and it turned out to be a blowout when the Niners scored six consecutive touchdowns on the, the Eagles. Oh, I have some breaking news by the way. We get the breaking news music here. Uh, Debo Samuel just scored another touchdown.
That's the smooth report. I call it that. <laughs> well, my most intriguing matchup for week 15, uh, it's Steelers and Colts. And I call this the how are you still alive bowl? Because this is two teams that <laughs> lost last week. This is two teams that lost last week, and yet they're still in the wild card discussion. How is Mike and Tomlin still around? I I think if the if the Steelers miss the playoffs this year, he's gonna be a guy. Out of here. He gone. He gone. But yeah, these are two teams coming off disappointing losses. They're hanging out for their playoff lives. And are this and I talked about this last week on the show when they were most when they were the biggest upset when they were upset by the Cardinals. The Cardinals beat the Steelers. All right. This offense, you could blame Canada. Shout out to South Park. You could blame Canada all uh, you want. But it's not on this, it's not on the offensive coordinator. It's thank on you. that offense. It's on the head it's on coach. That offense. It's on the head coach. And I'm curious to see how the Colts will bounce back after a really disappointing loss against a, a what's now a rolling Cincinnati Bengals team uh, with uh, Jake Browning at quarterback. Washington legend, by the way. Oh, a little history, by the way. So this game, yes. Steelers Colt is going to be on Saturday. On this week from last season, the Colts played on Saturday and surrendered the biggest lead in NFL history against the, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Matt Ryan was the quarterback of that team. He was also the quarterback of the Atlanta and he was quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl when they blew a 28 to 3 lead. So he was part of not only one but two of the biggest uh, biggest comebacks in NFL history and they went against him. Two of the worst blown leads ever. But uh, not but, but Houston and Buffalo in 92 can never be topped. I remember that game too. I remember that game. It's a glorious day. Cuz I was 16 years old. Oh, I'm an old man. Ah, you look good. Stop it. I'm only 26. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No problem. Desperation City. Desperation City for me. I'm going full Homer again. It's Jets and Dolphins. Oh, and by the way, Jeff Saturday was at the helm of that game last year when uh, the Colts blew that <laughs> blew that insurmountable what looked oh to be an insurmountable gosh. lead. Remember him? Give Jeff Saturday. Like remember Jeff Saturday? I remember. He tried. He tried. He tried. You know, just because you tried. At least you tried. Then you there throw the go. cake. In, then you throw the cake in the garbage. No. Desperation City. For me, is just Dolphins, and the Dolphins not only lost that game on Monday Night Football, uh, they might lose Tyreek Hill for this game because of an ankle injury. They also lost their starting center for the rest of the season because Connor Williams tore his ACL. Can we talk about how Tyreek Hill should be in the MVP conversation? I talked about that on Belly Up After Dark. I Can think he should definitely be in the definitely be in this conversation he based on the fact that he's going to break records. He and Micah Parsons should be in the MVP front running conversation, but they're I not because agree. of Brock Purdy. Thanks, Brock. So the Finns will be playing to make sure they don't lose their lead in the AFC East, which they could lose not only to Buffalo, but they could also lose it to the Jets if things go their way. 
The Jets have an eleven percent chance of making the playoffs. Me? I'm not kidding. I'm not I kidding. I want chaos, please. Dude, if the Jets run the table and the Dolphins lose the rest of their games to the rest of the season, <laughs> this will be magic. Magic, my friend. Oh boy. Oh. But yeah, the, the Jets are looking to avenge that Black Friday disaster with Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. Oh. At the helm. But now they have Zach Wilson who's playing like like he's been unleashed. But here's the biggest question of all. If the Jets beat Miami, will Aaron Rodgers return? No. Okay. He's 40 years old coming off a torn Achilles. Fair. Let's be real. Fair. I'd Let's like, be yeah, real. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Ride right. the Wilson train. See how it goes. Might get you somewhere, might get you the wrong station, but we'll see. Throw, was it was that line throwing bombs and shagging moms? You tried. Well, Zach Wilson? I tried. Right. You're, you're trying too hard. I, tried. I know. Sled. Dan, de- what's oh. your desperation? What's your desperation city game for this week? <sighs> Full homer, Seahawks, Eagles. Okay. But um knowing my luck, I want them. But deep down in reality, the Seahawks might lose their next four straight games. Okay. I would laugh hysterically if that happens. Because this very same team was picked by so many to win the NFC West and get the NFC's number one seed. And they would finish. By the way, I'm going to read you for, uh, for chips and giggles. Uh, they're the Seahawks remaining schedule. Home against Philadelphia Monday night at yep. Tennessee trap game. Mm-hmm. Home against mm-hmm. Pittsburgh at Arizona. Mm-hmm. They very well could mm-hmm. lose three of their next four. Tennessee's no pushover too. Here's my question, and I'll probably I'll probably pose it to Dustin as well. If the Seahawks decide to clean house, they lose they lose out. They decide to clean house at the end of the season. John Schneider's gone. Pete Carroll's gone. They draft the quarterback for their first overall pick mm. in the draft. With this quarterback class that's coming out, seemingly. It's a good class. It's a very good class. Assuming they have a top 10 pick or top 15 pick. Oh, God. Because off the top of my head, Caleb's going to go first or second. Because the Panthers, by default, own the first pick, but courtesy of the the Bryce Young trade, the Bears own that pick. The Bears own that pick. Then it's the Patriots. Yep. Then it's Arizona, I believe. Yep, Arizona, Washington, the Bears again. Raiders, Jets, Giants, Tennessee, Chargers, Atlanta. Seattle doesn't have a pick until 13. Okay. So assuming they finish with a top 10 pick, Williams may... Uh, Daniels, Knicks, Penix. There's the five. I would like Penix. I also would like Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. Part of me wants to see what Bo Nix can do in like this system. Uh, Penix, though, can sling it. Yes. Penix can sling it. Um, I 
I'm not sold on firing Schneider. I'm I've been sold on firing Pete for the last half decade plus. But if Schneider's around still, I would be a little more confident because I know his style and how he likes to evaluate quarterbacks. He was a big fan of Mahomes. He was a big fan of Josh Allen when they were go- when they were coming out of college. Mm-hmm. So there's my hope with that. But I would personally take Penix if they finish with a top ten pick. Okay. All right. All right. It, it, you've answered my you've answered my question. I'm pretty sure Dustin would feel the same way, especially me. But the thing is, too, you got that bloated contract that they gave Geno Smith at the end of last year. It's a one year oh. deal. And Dustin has chimed in. Uh, they got to get someone for the future. But who do you get as coach? Dan Quinn. Great D.C., but I don't want the head coach who blew the biggest Super Bowl lead. See, stays, I would hope. Here's my argument. Here's my argument for Quinn. My argument for Quinn is that, yes, he did blow the biggest Super Bowl lead in history. Yes, that is very true. But you also need to put into consideration his offensive coordinator was Kyle Shanahan, who, since going to San Francisco, has had a notorious habit of blowing bad leads. Hmm. Now, you could put that on Quinn, you could put that on Shanahan, you could put that on the Falcons as a whole. But Quinn can coach defense. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. That man knows defense, and that man knows a good offense when he sees it. Hence, why he's so good at coaching defense. If they don't hire Quinn, um, I would call Cleveland and say, "Hey, Jim, Jim Schwartz, what say you be a head coach again?" I I'm a big fan of Jim Schwartz. I liked him since he was with Detroit. I thought he was treated unfairly with the Lions. Well, you could argue that with a lot of coaches from Detroit, with Detroit, and the way that call, and the way well. that and and the way that family spits, chews up and spits out coaches. I would bring in Dan Quinn as the head coach, make Chris Richard the defensive coordinator, and for shits and giggles, bring back Brian Schottenheimer to coach the offense hmm. because. What Pete has a notorious habit of doing is that when offense does not go his way, he changes it back to run out the middle, run out the outside, occasionally a pass on second down, play action pass or deep pass on third down. That is the entire Seahawks play call sheet under Pete Carroll. Watch every single play that Daryl Bevel was the offensive coordinator. Daryl Bevel was his guy. And now... Look at what Schottenheimer is doing with, with Dallas. Need I say more? Just yeah. Pete Carroll has too much control. I I would per I Dan Quinn's been my guy since day since this whole talk of firing Pete has been in this discussion. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn's been my top guy. He, he knows he knows the culture inside and out. All right. All right. All right. Moving on to the castor oil game of the week in which we would say we would rather drink castor oil than watch this game. And I don't know if you have this in your castor oil game of the week. I chose Chargers Raiders. 
because both teams' offenses were absolutely putrid on Sunday. Chargers score only seven points. Justin Herbert's gone for this season. The Raiders scored zero points, period, period, against the Vikings. So we might as well finish it. We might also put this as another 3 nothing game. And on top of that, on top of this, yep. it's on Thursday night. So it'll be another Thursday night football game on Amazon Prime. Not Thursday night, Thursday night, as in this is a steaming pile to watch. And boy, have we had some stinkers this year. <laughs> with on Thursday night with Thursday night games. So Dan, what uh what games would you rather drink Castro than watch this week? Niners and Cardinals, because that that game is gonna be fifty nine to nothing. <laughs> is it at Santa Clara's or at or is it at Glendale? At Glendale. Yeah. However, watch right. the car watch the Cardinals somehow pull a fast one. Oh my gosh, they did it against the Cowboys in week three. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and, again, and they did it against the Steelers in week 13. Why is it that, like, by the way, Kyler Murray's got to get out of there. Oh, I'm sure he's gone. Sure. I'm sure Good. he's gone after this year. So he'll, he'll be traded somewhere. Washington. Or he's sent to Canada. Washington. That's as perfect of a fit. Hmm. The enemy runs, the enemy knows how to run the mobile. That offense. Well, Mahomes and well, to, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Eric Bienemy needs a quarterback who's the same height as him so he can communicate the uh plays to him. You had that coming, did you? You planned this. <laughs> I planned that as soon as you said Connor Murray to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought Murray's gonna get traded to Washington at the deadline. I really did. Huh. I did. I thought, okay. The new owners of the commanders, Josh Harris, like and his ownership group, want to mm-hmm. make a big splash. Ron Rivera's gone anyway, so make BN me the head coach, and then bam, first one is coach. Get me Kyler Murray. Done. Cardinals are gonna get a quarterback anyway. Yeah, but I think I, I'm not sure if the I don't know if the, the commanders seem to like Sam Howell a lot a lot, but I mean you, you could you could make Offense a case for uh, could make a, yeah you could make a case for Kyler Murray. He's an exciting player when he's healthy and when he's not playing mm-hmm. when he's not playing more uh, hours of duty. of Call of Duty than he should be signing the playbook. But a trade like this could be could give him a little bit more excitement and a more, more, more reason to to be a to to be to work hard or else you could play for the nationals nah nah all right nah you tried player to watch in week 15 player to watch in week 15 and i don't know so much of a player but i've got a unit to watch in week 15 that's the new york giants offense or defense excuse me the new york giants defense we like him. We I, like I, him. I, see, it's, we it's like better him. From you. It's better than coming from you because you're Italian. I'm Irish. Yeah. So I'm, all, I'm Italian yeah. by association, though. So, but I have my eye on the Giants' defense because they played pretty well over the last month. They're playing the turnover factory that is the New Orleans Saints. Am I and allowed to still play the playing... Godfather theme? Sure, go right ahead. Please hold. Keep going. Keep talking. Yeah. 
So I, I think with the Giants playing pretty pretty well, uh, especially over the past month, they've seemed to come they seem to come together. They're 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 one game out of a playoff spot. They're one game out of a playoff spot in this terrible NFC. And this should be this should be a winnable game for the Giants to keep them in the hunt. Okay. All right. What about you, Dan? What's your what's your who's your player to watch in week fifteen? Tommy, you gotta do a good thing, man. Do it for all of us here at the family. All right, I'm done with that here. All right, big on here. I tried. I Tommy tried. Cutlets. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I really tried. Tommy Tommy DeVito, you, you gotta do something good for the family. I gotta, I gotta get the golf. I gotta get. I have to get the cotton balls in my tea in my in my. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Marlon Brando, by the way. Rest in peace. Where is it? My Tower wait, of wait DVD. My Tower of DVDs features Ooh. the Godfather trilogy. Ooh. Anyway. Anyway. Wait, you're acknowledge- wait, you're acknowledging Godfather 3 actually exists? Yes, we're acknowledging the Godfather, the third chapter of the Godfather, which actually exists. Okay. You're playing to watch in week 15. Oh God! Player to watch in Week 15: Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, because I hope that this is the last game we see him starting. Good God! And to think that Jets fan, us Jets fans wanted him to stay in. I the crap that I have seen all over Twitter, like Jets won the trade, Jets won the trade, Jets won the trade. Like, shut up! Your team stinks. You what? How is your record? Since the Jamal Adams trade that you claim to have won, terrible. See, however, made. <laughs> no, no. However, in this regard, no, no. I, I do want to say though, after your take on your podcast, you better watch out. Make sure he doesn't have any pictures of uh, you and your girlfriend to uh, say. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was like, like that the was Connor like, Hughes. Come on, that was come on, dude. Yeah, that deserves a douche nozzle. That deserves a nozzle of the year award for that. Hey, listen, my my lady, my lady is gorgeous, and she loves me, and I love her. She's an amazing woman, and shit. That sound Aww. is needed. Aww. But in all seriousness, though, like that—that that was so uncalled for by Jamal. Like, really, yeah. really. Hey, you're so insecure about your coverage skills. How about you work on them, huh? True that. All right, a couple more comments before we get out of here. Wonka the Saint says, Castor Oil, yeah, I agree with Ryan. Second choice, yeah, I agree with Dan. Of the remaining bad games, Falcons, Panthers, I guess? Tank division. Well, well the Pan- well, the Falcons have something to play for. The Falcons have, do have something to play for. That's the division. Uh, Panthers uh, don't really have anything to play for because uh, if the, even if they lose their remaining games of the year, they still have to give their first round, their first overall pick to Chicago. <laughs> that terrible that's still hilarious to me that's still funny to me (laughs) oh it's so panthers oh boy he goes on to say player to watch jake browning yeah he's played pretty well the last couple weeks husky legend Uh, dustin says we don't talk of godfather three yeah and uh, however it's like rocky Rocky five however however in my defense music uh, music and movie snob and well uh, We'll say this. 
The Godfather franchise is not even my favorite movies. Dare I say, people call this a, this movie a chick flick. The Princess Bride. Solid choice. Still Solid my favorite choice. movie to this day. Still great, my favorite. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, it also goes on to say, taking the low road, Adams. Yep. Absolutely. I love that. Tr- I love that trade. When it first happened, I was super excited. And then I saw him play. And then I want him to be sent to Pluto. Yep. And then you realize what Joe Douglas was right about all along. Uh, all right. So before we wrap things up here, Dan, I'm going to give you the floor to promote your stuff. Where do people find you? Where, people, where can people find your podcast? So my name is Daniel Smooth. I'm the host of Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. Coming to all the way from the beaches of lovely Long Island, New York. You can find my show on Long YouTube. Island. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Right here. See the tattoos right there. But uh, oh. you can find my show on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Time to BS Podcast. And myself at Daniel Smooth on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, subscribe, like, and stuff, you know, because uh, we like that. We like that stuff. <laughs> That's true. We do. We do. All of us do. We do. That's right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate you filling hey. in for Dustin. And, Cheers, uh, man. You're welcome. Hey, you're welcome back anytime. You're welcome back anytime. This is a fun conversation for you two. Uh, you and Dustin both, because uh, I mentioned uh, I mentioned this uh, to you before uh, we went on here. Um, I'm doing a live stream sideshow called the Sports Cave, uh, and it's uh, every Thursday we do a live stream where it's a uh, one or two guests from a different belly up podcast or various other sports podcasts will come on and just, it's like a debate show, which is like, I ask you one or two questions and you just, you, you and I, or you, the three of us just go at it. Mm-hmm. And that actually was the origin. I mentioned this very early on that that name was the original name of time to BS. Hmm. It lasted yeah. for 43 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> It's 43 more episodes than a lot of people have out there. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying not to be Joe Rogan. I'm just trying to be me. That's okay. That's okay. That's the best. All right. On the before we get out of here, we got to just do some uh gotta do some housekeeping of our own. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, it's at NoCredsRQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsRQ, YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsRQ. And as usual, please don't forget to where is it here? Up oh, there we go. Like comment share and subscribe to all of our social media channels you can also find us on the podcast side subscribe on apple podcast spotify spreaker google play wherever you podcast rate and review five star rating is also appreciate it's always appreciated and if you can review on a platform that you can review we might even read it on the air we got one last comment from Waco the Saints. Says, "Thank you guys, great show, Waco. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you coming in every single week and be part of the No Credentials Required crew." In the meantime, thank you for watching or listening to another edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media for Stingel Smooth and my McCarthy. Thank you for watching or listening, and we'll talk to you again. Actually. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, Saturday morning. It's a special edition of the Saturday Brunch. It's a Saturday Brunch episode because Dustin wanted to be a part this week. So Saturday Brunch episode, 10 a.m. Eastern on all our, our channels, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Again, tune in. 
all of them. In the meantime, we'll talk to you guys next week. Same t- uh, Well, actually, we'll be here next Wednesday as well, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So thanks for watching and listening. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>